Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. It's not just the two of us today. No, no, no. Today is Thursday, June the 10th. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, I said, Lord. yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. 20 and 21. Amen. Swang, swang. Ricky Blaine up in this thing. You feel me? Swang, what it do? What it do? Man, you know, nothing. You know, we just over here just, you know, breaking pencils and whatnot and keeping things kosher for the 2021 shot. In in the words, famous words of Huey, you know, Rick Ross did not loving these hoes. You dig? I can dig it. Yeah, man. Uh, we going to have you on, seems like, for the show. You got some stuff to talk about, but uh, so do we. So we'll just go ahead and make this a big old powwow. Yeah, so let's get to it. Man, no no time to waste. I mean, we've done two phenomenal back-to-back, like, jam-packed episodes with information. Go back and check out episodes 117, 118, and uh, all your favorite streaming outlets, and uh, also YouTube, BrokenPencilBC.com, show at BrokenPencilBC.com, BrokenPencilBC on all things social, so that's at BrokenPencilBC on what? Everything. 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 Yo. Uh, I'm going to go out of order on this agenda that I'm looking at. First things first. Oh, please do. First things first. At AEW Double or Nothing during the Casino Battle Royal, we had a guest appearance who seemed to be all elite at the time, but definitely fit the mold of the Joker for this match and won Leo Rush. Little did we know once again, that would be his last match. Ladies and gentlemen, for, Leo for Rush has, an, has announced his retirement again from professional wrestling. It's rough. That is that is rough. Apparently, uh, he, he separated a, uh, his AC joint during the uh, Casino Battle Royal match and said it made it hard for him to pick up his newborn child. And all things considered, he figured that the future of his health was more important than his future in the professional wrestling business. So for the time being, Leo Rush is gone from professional wrestling. Uh, it, it's definitely unfortunate. I, I wish him um, health and recovery and, and, and uh, prosperity and all of those things. Um, because he's retired once before and not that long ago. You kind of feel like this might be athletic anxiety more so than like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'll definitely take that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, because Lloyds of London doesn't exist anymore, right? No, they still do. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. In, okay. In, in, well, insurance companies win based off of the fact that people not filing claims. So why would they not exist? 
No, I mean, because you know of how um, how we've always heard, especially through the early and mid-90s where different wrestlers were essentially retiring to collect on the policy and then finding a way to go back to working. Yeah, they're definitely still in business as the website is up and running and looking very good. <laughs> so it would be interesting to see, you know, whether or not Leo has a Lloyds of London policy. I think that would probably have been a, a very um, astute investment on his on his part. Um, hopefully, Tony uh, Kanos, as we refer to him, is, is covering all of the medical expenses. And, Soon to be called Genghis uh, Kanos if he keeps up. Soon to be called what? Genghis Kanos. Genghis Kanos. <laughs> so um hopefully, hopefully everything works out. Hopefully, you know, um whatever Leo ends up deciding for to be the permanent decision, uh, that he's happy and that, you know, he's able to continue to provide for his family and enjoy his family. I'm I'm just I'm holding out hope that maybe especially because he's so young, it this may just be athletic anxiety. Yeah, I, I would love for it to be that alone. Um, if, even if it is permanent, like, you know, great career, did he reach his potential? Depends on what he considers his potential to be. I mean, naturally, people are going to have higher expectations than what the individual is going to have, but it depends on how bar, how high, high the individual sets that bar. Um, Facts. Keeping then it, considering his size, he's probably overachieved. Man, especially, especially in the WWE. For the, for the short time that he was there, you know what I'm saying to make it to WWE at his size is definitely like it's he's probably overachieved because like we were talking about in the, in the group text even after Double or Nothing we're like this dude is the is the smallest guy on AEW's roster not named Marco Stunt. That <laughs> boy batting a thousand a day. <laughs> like that's an that's an achievement within itself. Like hit for him to be. The smallest guy on that roster, not named Marco Stunt, and you didn't really think about it when he came out for the, for the Casino Battle Royal. Like, I mean, that's a that's a nod to to his talent and his ability to put on. Ricky, what you feel about uh, Leo? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I guess um, I got into, I wasn't a, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't a big the biggest biggest fan of Leo, especially when he's in WWE. I kind of got on him late when he got a two hundred five in WWE late. But as like when he, as he post post WWE and after WWE all the two hundred five stuff, I became a fan. I was pulling for him. So um, I, don't, I don't I don't I think he's like you say maybe a under overachieved maybe a little bit. I mean he's not a I think he's Leo's great man. I, I feel bad for him. I saw it this morning, so uh, I don't man. That's tough. It's, it's, I didn't get to see him a whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? I, I seen him I seen him a few times, but I didn't get to see him a whole whole bunch. So what? it's kind of, kind of tough. But I, I wish him the best for sure. I saw, I saw it this morning, like I said, it was just. That's tough, man. One uh, I think I saw he, I saw Red that he said he's gonna have one more match when he heals up in New Japan, but we'll see how it goes. I guess one thing that Leo got that most people don't get, considering his size, is a ton of free reign mic time on Monday Night Raw. Like that, man, he, can, yeah, he, can, he can go some. He got some mic skills for sure. That whole angle with Bobby Lashley, like we went from one week to be like turn his damn mic off to. Keep his mic on. Where is he? Why did they take him away from from Lashley? Like all of these things. Like within a matter of weeks, we turned the corner on him, and he just like polarizing to say the least. But you know, on this side of things, we we were there for him because he he had a story to tell, both behind the behind the scenes and on the camera, and we were here for it. Hopefully, 
um, that invitation that he extended to us still remains open, and we'd love to get him on here the next few weeks. Um, shameless plug swap. That might be a hell of a birthday present for your boy, guys. This is the uh, the world famous month of heat. Hot hot boy June. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Hot boy June. No Johnny Ace though. No Johnny Ace though. Right on. Look. Man, so keeping it in AEW though, last week on Dynamite, which was on a Friday after the NBA playoffs, if you watched it, you were treated. With something we talked about, we didn't know where it was going to happen, but let alone did let this fast. All Elite now has Andrade El Idolo. AKA the plug. <laughs> the plug, yeah. Fam, he came out, <laughs> he came out dripping with all of the used car swag. <laughs> that boy got the dope. That boy got the dopest used car lot in San Juan. You hear what I'm saying? Keyword: dope. <laughs> Los Zeta Autos. Man, that that boy from the shoes to the dome. That boy was on fire. And Vicky I just Gert- want somebody to go ahead and execute this cartel gimmick. Like I know WWE's not gonna do it because they're a little too sanitized. You're getting ready to try to sell, possibly, and and all of your suitors are like, you know, very much in in favor of the PG era. But I need somebody with some with some stones to execute this Mexican cartel gimmick I've been pitching for all this time. Do we get mixtape with AEW? Do we get Andrade along with the Lucha Brothers? No. Damn, uh, Sammy Guevara. Nah. Probably not. He w- that will probably be Sammy's opponent. Sadly, sadly. But sa- Sammy don't speak a li- he don't speak a lick of Spanish. It, nah, it but, don't work. But he could make Sammy. Andrade could make Sammy in this one. He could, that's what Jericho is supposed to be doing. Supposed to be, but they still on the same side. Um, not doing. You get to pay too much for me to do your job. Meanwhile, you got Sean Spears over here doing uh, three second tans for the boy. Um, <laughs> and a gimmick Oof. match. Uh, who else? Who else we have? Uh, we don't have that many on the rosters. <laughs> before you start, <laughs> Fue- Fue- you gotta start looking for outside help. Fuego del Sol. Mm, I mean, nah. maybe. Mm. <sighs> Man, Serpentico. Um, okay. That one seems probably the most likely, unfortunately, that no one really knows who Serpentico is other than watching AEW. Have you heard him speak? No. Well, then there's that. And then you got the you gotta wash off that tag team with Luther. You gotta wash that off. Yeah. Man. It's so many factions. Yeah, in, like that's in AEW. Even if you don't watch Dark, that that is that is kind of creep through AEW television over time. So you got to wash that off before you, you know, you turn them into a, a kingpin. So who do you put? Yeah, hey, Go ahead, Ricky. Speaking of Dark, hey, did y'all remember I told y'all at the um, the SWE Fury show um, about a chick named Queen Aminata? She's been kind of making a name for herself around this independent uh-huh. scene. She's been getting a lot of looks on AEW Dark, like probably like three weeks in a row. You got a lot of looks. Oh, but I wanted to see if y'all had checked her out yet. 
No, we haven't. Because I don't watch. Honestly, it's so much wrestling to watch. We don't watch. Well, I can't say we, but I don't watch dark on a on a consistent basis. It's one of those things oh, where I, like, don't use, I don't use it either. I think um, all the reason I watch it because the prime was on dark. That's his debut. His debut was on dark two times, so I ended up watching dark because of that. And I started seeing they bring a lot of independent talent in to do those dark matches. I'm like, damn, okay. And so they brought Queen Abinata. I believe she's going to sign soon, man. She's she's got a lot of looks on them, but yeah, she's dope. Y'all got to check her out when y'all get a chance. She's dope, man. She's real dope. That's usually what'll make me check out Dark. Like somebody has to tell me that that you know there's something on there I have to see. Otherwise, it's so much wrestling content in a week that I gotta yeah, be yeah. bored or have insomnia to start going through like YouTube stuff. And WWE yeah. is is looking at AEW stronghold because on on the wrestling landscape, AEW right now has more hours of TV per week than WWE does. Even though WWE has their quote unquote own network. Which is insane to imagine for a company that's barely, that's actually not even two years old. Uh, barely, barely two years old now. Barely is, barely. It's a lot. It's a lot. Speaking of SWE Fury, here's something that we missed last week that is huge, huge news. Shouts out to Teddy Long. Shouts out to Tony Snow. Tony Snow. Um, damn, I'm too old for hiccups. Um, <laughs> man. Do you age out of hiccups? Never. Is there something you age out of? Never. No. You know they say so? they say when you do hiccups you're growing, but the only way I'm gonna grow is gonna be outward, not upward. And I'm not trying to grow outward anymore. Hold your breath. <laughs> Stop eating. Hold your breath. SWE Fury has just signed a pay per view deal for weekly pay per views. Uh oh. <laughs> weekly pay per view. Weekly pay per views. Uh oh. Wow. Hey, hey, uh, we'll go ahead and make that pitch we were talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, it's about that time. I mean, they're going to be here on uh, the 19th. The 19th. 19th. Yep. In Irving at the convention center. I, I plan on being car there. Looking, car looking loaded. And I, yeah, I plan on being there. I'm, I'm going to be there. Unfortunately, I'm going to be a little late, a little fashionably late. Un, un, I hate to say it, but I'm going to be late. But uh, man, aren't we always fashionably late though? We got to stop that rapper shit, man. That that shit doesn't translate well to the wrestling world. <laughs> I want you to stop calling it rapper shit. How about that? What else is yeah. it? What else is Everybody it? Everybody say rappers late. Don't. They always call us late, bro. Rappers be late as fuck. <laughs> Tell no, me, I'm lying. Be on time for what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop putting that stigma on us. Ain't nobody gonna wait on wait on you. Words, wordsmiths. <laughs> Ain't nobody supposed to be there when the venue open. I'm not helping set up chairs. Yeah. Hey, it, it might, I'm, it might. Those get, days are over. I don't unless, hey. I, unless I got money tied up in the venue. I'm not finna be there when the venue open. New, new industry. We we might be doing that from time to time. Not not putting it now in it, the air. <laughs> now in now in that case, absolutely, I'll be there. If I don't put in on the venue, I got money on the deposit and the retainer and the insurance and all that. Of course, I'll be there you early. Feel me, but if I. Yeah, like if I go on at twelve fifteen, don't expect to see me before ten thirty. The footage, uh, the footage just showed up online of Enzo uh, getting KTFO'd at the last SWE Fury event, which should be making Bruh. it to television. I hope, I really hope they don't show this on television because this is on syndicated local TV. This is what you don't want. I will say this though, Bruh. on the June nineteenth show, let me run down the name of people, the names of people that are scheduled to appear. As it sits right now, Hall of Famer, Big Sexy, Kevin Nash, of course, your general manager, Teddy Long, 
uh, W. Morrissey, aka Cass XL, formerly known as Big Cass, Molina, Enzo. Oh, he coming back? The Boogeyman, Bushwhacker Luke, Mule Muertes, also known as Macias, Lacey Von Eric, the real world heavyweight champion Charlie Haas, Rodney Mack. <laughs> and, and we can't we can't tell you <laughs> we can't tell you what we found out the last show but hopefully by the time this show airs you'll understand uh jazz teal piper and deimos uh, christy james the omgs kevin sullivan moonshine mantel max castellanos and many many more this is the that only is so company. Loaded. This is the only company right now in pro wrestling that has a true open door policy, as evidenced by the return loaded. of of, uh, J- of uh, was it Jax Dane and uh, and uh, Crimson at the last show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing Crimson. Yeah, sure. Yeah, man. So yeah, it's 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 funny how you can see people on one show one week like would be like mlw or aew and in the next week end up here in dallas for swe fury so um if you're in the dallas fort worth metroplex the this show this is an all-day event it takes place starting at 2 30 p.m ends approximately 10 30 p.m with the tv taping starting somewhere around five or six o'clock and uh <laughs> we vipping <laughs> VIP, you did. VIP, B O P P A. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Uh, have y'all been to the Urban Convention? Now that, that should be a good look, though. I haven't since they redid it. Okay, yeah, I not in a while. I think the last time I was there for was for like a Kickspo. Man, woohoo! Talk about a throwback. You feel me? Like, yeah, that was the last time I was in the Urban Convention, and it was for Kickspo. Yeah, man. Okay, so I know it's bigger than Eddie Dean's then. Oh, no. Oh, it's an actual convention oh, center. Yeah. It's in a, like you can hold basketball tournaments in that bad boy. Oh, damn. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's, a, right. it, it's a venue. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Dean's is more of a ballroom slash. Honky it got tonk. used for club. It got used for like high school, college club party type shit, but it's really like a, a honky tonk ballroom type thing. I tell you though, the, the, I, the I, liked, I liked it though. I like I loved I loved the atmosphere of the ballroom. I loved it. Just for right, I mean that event was cool. I, I liked it. I ain't gonna lie, I liked it. Nah, that whole, was dope. The hotel event that they did actually had the same kind of atmosphere with a full bar and restaurant directly behind uh, the the uh, the hard camera, which which mm-hmm. made it which made it really dope because you would never think that a hotel ballroom would have that much real estate to put a wrestling ring in and still have dressing rooms and and chairs all the way around the ring plus a uh, a, a a ramp. It was uh. I look forward to see having them see having having SWE rather do more events at that hotel that they did in uh, it was a Statler Hotel in downtown Dallas. SWE is going to be making some noise, man. For some odd reason, I don't know why Texas, uh, but because bitch, Texas, Texas, <laughs> uh, there's so many dope ass independents right now, and like DFW Pro. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I'm tripping. One huge name that's going to be at this event that wasn't listed. Huge. The MLW World Heavyweight Champion, Jacob Fatu, also scheduled to be here. I'm 
on gang. Big Uzi. Big Uzi. You feel me? You feel me? That's the that's the Uzi you gotta call ahead of like who I gonna be there. The Uzi, yeah. the Uzi with the juice. You feel what I'm saying? So that's that's a good look. We've never had a chance to see him uh, up close and personal. Matter of fact, he has a uh, a couple of dates in the area. No, we have seen him up close and personal. We saw him with MLW uh, two summers ago in a war games match. This is match. true. I mean, this is true. But like for for these events and then the VIP access that we have, like yeah, yeah we, we we actual up close and personal. We like, moonwalked you know. into Vipage on that one, but there are all these events here. Oh yeah, true indeed. VIP VIP action here. Oh. Um, there's another event that's coming up. I just sent it to Swab before the show started. Let me see if I can run down this card real quick because this one's crazy too. This is uh, yep. VIP. Speaking of VIP, VIP Wrestling Dallas, part of the DFW Pro Wrestling uh, Alliance, if you will. Bugatti uh, prevents BMF on Friday, June 25th at the Haltom Theater, another dope ass wrestling venue in the Metroplex. Your world heavyweight champion, JTG, Jay the God, will be there. Uh, Broken Pencils on. Bullet Club, Chase Owens will be there. Super Beast will be there. Uh, will All Day. If you haven't seen him, he, he's a he's a pretty fun one to watch. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, just, I just became a fan. I told him about a month ago. Yeah. Yep. Suge D will be there. Uh, Chris Dickinson will be there. EC3. Hey. Shane Should Taylor, be, aka Pineapple Pete, <laughs> Jacob Fatu will be there, and uh, Journey Fatu will be there as well. If you don't know who Journey Fatu is, he's the little brother of Jimmy and Jay. They just don't stop making them look just like the twins too. Uh, <laughs> like they don't, they don't stop making Usies. It's like an assembly line. Masha Slamovich, <laughs> what a name! Chandler Hopkins, yeah, that's dope. Barrett Brown and Renee Michelle all scheduled to appear for Pro Wrestling Dallas VIP Wrestling's BMF event on Friday, June 25th. Shouts out Lou Gotti. You know Lou Gotti going to be there. Lou Gotti. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Hammerstone showed up too to, to interject in something. Because I'm think i thinking the world title match is going to be JTG versus EC3. That would, be, that would be my guess. I'm with it. But I would love to see... Uh, Shane Taylor versus JTG because Shane Taylor was laying some very, very loaded and stiff for, uh, forearm shots at the last event. Yeah, Shane, yeah, Shane get busy. Like Shane don't pull punches. Like I don't, yeah, I don't believe he does that. And yeah, now we spoke about that because he fought um he fought Prime Time Dante, my boy Prime Time. I was like, like I said, I thought he was about to knock my boy out a couple times. I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, dude, I was like, I said, damn, he laid into your ass. He's like, yeah, he hit hard as fuck. So, I mean, hey. <laughs> like, there's all that arm slapping and leg slapping. There is none of that with Shane Taylor. It's just forearm to to face. Man, we ain't got time bro. for all that. Is it? No. no. And, and let, speak, let and the slap be the slap. Ricky, speaking of your boy Primetime, while we running through DFW events, you got something to talk about, right? Yeah, I do got something to talk about, man. June 18th. Um, this is not this Friday. Next Friday, um, we got they got a big event. Sword Mania. Sword Mania 2. They got Tour Mania 2 going on. I'm actually walking my boy Primetime. If y'all, those who don't know, Dante Smiley, Primetime Dante Smiley. He's a OIWA International Heavyweight Champion. Um, I do his interest music. So he's going against Austin Aries. Oh. He's Austin Aries. So Austin Aries will be on that card as well. Um, Gino Medina, um, Alex Hammerstone, 
Uh, who else would be on? I'm not too. It's a couple more guys. Um, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be a good event, man. Like I said, you guys. I told you guys about it. Um, y'all can. Uh, it's in. Well, I think it's gonna be in the. It's gonna be in the. Ah, uh, I can't. Man, I ain't sure off top of my head. I don't want to get y'all get the line right now, but I can't tell you exactly where it's gonna be at. But follow me on Instagram, my social media handles, and y'all find it. I got the flyer posted up and everything like that. All right, um, let me let me man. let me run it down for you. It's at the Pro Touch Indoor Soccer uh, Stadium at uh, one oh seven one seven East Northwest Highway in North Dallas. There he uh, is. So we got uh, as you said, uh, prime time Dante Smiley versus Austin Aries with you walking to the ring. If you gonna be there, you yeah. know it's a whole lot of gang activities gonna happen. Uh, I, I gotta have a gang there. Let's see, DJ Brown versus Alex Hammerstone. Uh, who is the MLW National Openweight Champion. Gino Medina will be there as well, as stated. And there's some others that yeah. will be there who I'm unfamiliar with, but... Yeah, a couple other guys, man. Y'all going to be some good talent. Um, actually, it's going to be a triple threat ladder match. Uh, Ty Wilson, Savion, and D'Anthony Price, which is going to be a good one, man. Y'all got it. That's going to be a good one. And, yeah, sore, sore wrestling. Uh, I mean, wow. Just, whew. This is, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good card here, and we, so we looking at back to back nights in Dallas of indie uh, indie wrestling. Another week later, right. we got more indie wrestling, and then in July we have the return of live action events with WWE in Houston, Fort Worth, and Dallas for uh, a house show, which is crazy to start to start everything off with a house show in Houston to come to Fort Worth for Money in the Bank. And then Monday Night Raw the following night. Very interesting turn of events there. In those, and oh, we, I, didn't know, I didn't know it was going to be a house show the first one. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday Night Show in Houston is a house show. But what's even crazier uh, is me and Suave talked about it before the show last week as far as events in Dallas and you know where they were going to be at. And I wasn't thinking Money in the Bank was going to be in Fort Worth. I had completely forgot about Dickie's Arena in Fort Worth as being a venue for, for something. But they're going to they're gonna try their hand at a pay-per-view to come back to that place. As a makeup for it was, a, I think it was a SmackDown that was no, it was a Raw that was that got canceled right before the pandemic happened. So, yeah, it was a Raw, March twenty third, I believe. Yeah, and so then as we're talking about live events, let's talk about what's happening. Was what it August? Is it August the twelfth? Saturday, August the twelfth. I may have my date wrong, but I believe it's Saturday twenty first. Twenty first. Okay, Saturday, August twenty first. We have in the boxing world. Because, bitch, Texas. Texas. Oak Cliff, Texas, specifically. Mm-hmm. Errol Spence Jr. taking on Manny mm-hmm. Pacquiao. Right down the street, you're going to have <laughs> WWE SummerSlam 2021. Pacquiao getting worked. Here's the deal. Sure. Vegas is on West Coast time right now. In the event, or sorry, to prevent, rather, an overrun... WWE has already stated that they plan on stopping the show or having the show end prior to the start of the main event down the street with Pacquiao and Spence. So for a cool possibly three grand, you can go to Vegas and have the time of your life in one day if you're a sports fan. Look, I, I said three wrecks and I was and on the cool, the majority of that is going to be airfare and accommodations like if you can go and get you a ticket now you might make it because you're a little bit too close because everybody finna be outside it's summertime you know price is going back up but yeah price just went back up so but on the cool like if you could end up buying a ticket package for SummerSlam, 
that would take care of a lot of that. And all you got to worry about is your flight. I think you can come in under three racks and have like, you know, a goat sports weekend. And hosting or guest appearing at SummerSlam already announced who is sure to be at the fight as well. Cardi B. Hot girl. Johnny Aces. This might this might be the greatest time ever to go to Vegas. Like there may not be a better time ever to go to Vegas because you got a, a a major heavyweight or not a heavyweight fight, but a major card fight in Vegas with a, a top tier world champion and an upcoming top tier world champion. You have uh, Two. a loaded SummerSlam card, so it's going to be the first full capacity uh, stadium show from WWE. It's just, ew. you got Cardi B out there, which means Meg the Stallion ain't going to be far behind. Woo-hoo. I mean, she got some, they'll be outside. She got some pictures right now that just like just reinvent her whole wheel, man. Oh, my God. Over, over under Maybe. 50%, you see Roman at the fight. Ooh. <laughs> well, actually, uh-huh. you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to say the over is going to be uh, probably 99%. Reason being... Who's hosting the Spence Pacquiao fight? Who that deal? Fox pay-per-view. Bing, bing. Every time I come around your city, bing, bing. <laughs> Boy, this I'm ne- just saying, like, when they start working in cahoots, they start working in cahoots. It's a whole lot of cash money for the 99 and 2000 popping off of Vegas that weekend. <laughs> When have you ever heard WWE say we finna back off a time slot for another sporting event? Oh, 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 wait. <laughs> Talk about prices so, went up backing off. My, my, my thing is, what, like, so it's on both of them, both days, on, both fights on Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Mm, so, okay. like, SummerSlam is daytime Saturday. They're probably gonna move up into that, um, they'll, instead of the pre-show starting at 5 Central, it'll probably, the actual pay-per-view will be going on at 5 Central. But keep in uh, mind, okay. five, 5 Central means the show ends at the latest 10 Central, which puts you about 30 to 45, 30 to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour and a half before the start of the main event of the boxing match. That part. Okay. It is. So, and, that, and that's saying it's gonna be a four-hour show. Like if they if they're already talking about making measures to cut, depending on who's already been greenlit to come from WWE's roster over to the fight, I mean, you could see three and a half. You probably not gonna see less than three and a half though. It's SummerSlam. So um, let's talk about some money though, for real. So I believe that the Pacquiao Spence fight is taking place in the MGM Grand. The, the mecca for boxing in uh, in Las Vegas or really in the world right now. Like that is the spot right now. Sound about right. All right. The SummerSlam event is taking place at Allegiant Stadium, that new multi-billion dollar stadium complex that hosts the UNLV running Rebels football team as well as the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. 72,000 seats available. They're going to try to fill all them holes up too. If there's ever an attempt at a super spreader event after uh, after vaccination season, <laughs> this is it. It's up. All the way. It's Man. all the way up. So This, this is going to be America's litmus test of whether they know it or yeah, not. It's gonna be the, this is definitely going to be the test, bro. It got to be like, yo, this is this, going to be crazy. It's funny that like, it's funny that so goes the the professional wrestling industry, so goes the rest of the world. 
because nobody started about uh, thought about opening up and, and removing restrictions on things like masks and vaccinations and things of that nature before WWE announced that they were going back on tour. Yet, yeah, I mean, AEW ended up beating them to the punch for the test. Well, hell, if we're going to keep it real, the Rangers beat everybody to the, to the Boy. punch the test. <laughs> Rangers, are, Rangers on opening day said, fuck it, we're going 42,000. <laughs> and the place holds 46,000. Yeah, not 4,200. We're going 42,000 on opening day. And this is like, what, two months ago? <laughs> Not even here. <laughs> and speaking of getting back to normal, we know 2022 is going to bring back the XF, uh, the XFL, which Suave and I've already said we we will be Renegade season ticket holders. Facts. It's too easy. Man, it's too easy, Drill Sergeant. It's too easy. <laughs> what what did you say, Ricky? I forgot it's coming back. XFL coming back. I forgot about this. XFL is coming back, and the USFL is coming back next season. Oh, dope, dope. So the Rockets, uh, we, the, we finna the Rockets be outside. Of, uh, XFL, right? What's that? The Rockets, the owner of XFL, right? Uh, the Rock is part of a, a, a part of an interest group that owns the F- XFL. The Rock and his wife, his ex-wife. Okay, okay, cool. cool which cool. they do a yeah. lot of business together. Which I'm, I, that's that's a really dope thing to see is that you guys could be divorced, and share a child, and still be able to, to make millions, millions together. Yeah, yeah it's, when you don't have it, I, I'm, I'm assuming you don't have any of those stressors that make you two being in the same room difficult. Like, I, you know, it's, it's all right. And at the end of the day, if you don't want to talk about work, you can talk about your child who's who's in training to be a professional wrestler at the NXT Performance Center. <laughs> these are these are truths. Man, a whole lot of that's a, that's a whole lot of gang activity right there. That's putting the ooze. That's putting the stamp on the on the ooze right there. That, that's that's why we call him Big Big Ooze. So he's yeah, that's, that's okay. That's right. That's right. Can't forget about the Rock, Big Big Ooze. So let's go back to this uh, Andrade thing real quick, Suave. So what do you what do you think this this means for for Charlotte? Because her booking has been crazy lately. Um, I don't know if it means all that much anymore. I think we're getting closer to a point where you might see a couple of people pull the pull the Randy Orton move where you kind of use AEW as a bargaining chip. Because, because like, you have for those of you who follow Charlotte or saw Charlotte on social media, uh, her reaction to Andrade debuting would make you think so much anything. But really, it's just, you know, she's being supportive of her, of her fiance, which is, is totally dope. But for those who like to read too much into anything it's like oh well charlotte has been used poorly on television when her contract comes up this may be an opportunity for her to sneak away or go somewhere else like first of all have you seen aw's women's division <laughs> listen as, as if as if she are charlotte has a really bad habit of no selling the things that she should be selling at least we think she should be selling and it looks like she's genuinely pissed when she starts no selling can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if an errant fly punch hits her square in the temple? What's going to happen? Beat somebody up in real life because we've seen her, you know, kind of get off on a, on a few people. Like when she get into her her mode and somebody kind of botches or ain't ain't up to speed to work at her level. Like <laughs> I can only imagine how bad it could get in AEW because, like I said, have you seen the women's division? Truth and be then told, truth the be only told. other thing is like you have the opportunity to pull off that that one shot with her and and Tessa Blanchard. Man, 
Truth be told, you can go and, and look at any, like you can go through the whole women's roster right now and go to Peacock or even YouTube and, and search for matches with women, naturally. And it'll you'll be hard-pressed to find a match where Charlotte didn't find or didn't take umbrage to something that happened to her during the match where she took a, took something and returned the receipt instantly. Like the, the, that, that, the list of receipts that she did not return is so low that that's going to be like finding Waldo. <laughs> but yeah, her her and and in AEW seems unlikely, but I can definitely see if she has any type of contract negotiation coming up soon that it would be something that's like, hey, I'm talking to them, they offered me this, or you know, I know I can get this here, so that makes the number over here much higher. Even though WWE would probably throw a bag and a half at her anyway, just on GP. I mean, just that the fact that Rick is still there. Like, you're not gonna let like, Rick go to uh, the AEW to, to to reform what's left of the Horsemen. Yeah, she go from Charlotte Flair to, to Ashley Flair, or Ashley Fleer. Either or, <laughs> I mean, it, it matters not. <laughs> you right, you right. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, she can be happy because she knows her fiance has secured a bag. He has a place to work. He didn't really stay on the open market very long. Uh, I'm sure he's financially secure. Uh, even in even a more baller move, he negotiated some creative control into that contract, which I, I didn't think. I, I didn't think he was going to be the first one to pull that card, though. Uh and that that jury is still out because there are articles that contradict that statement. We gonna see. We we definitely we, will. We gonna we gonna see. You know, we you, gonna see very soon you better, how you, much creative control he has. He better have nothing but upper echelon matches. Nothing but because anybody below the 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 the, the bar, if you will, they're about to get it handed to him. But hopefully, we get to see the Andrade that we saw in NXT. That said, so now, that said, what do we do with uh, Alistair Black, Tommy End? Uh, according to some of those same people who were uh, debunking the Andrade um, creative control rumors are also saying that Aleister Black may not be uh, of the unemployed ilk for very much longer either. He may be on his way back to where he came from. Well, I mean, it's already been stated, you know, in quote unquote rumor land that his wife, Thea Trinidad, a.k.a. See, I, I, she she's been gone. That like we literally. Zelina Vega. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Zelina Vega. I already knew what you were doing. Like she she been unemployed from WWE so long, you forgot her WWE name. Yeah, well, because we were so happy to, to, to hear that Thea Trinidad was coming back. <laughs> well, Zelina Vega. Uh, but she uh, reportedly be- had was going back to film some stuff, but it was no one no one gave any um, insight as to what that might be. And it is Hot Girl Summer because Johnny Ace been out here getting it together. Yeah, wheelchair and all. Well, not not wheelchair, scooter and all. <laughs> Hover around, if you will. And people power. Yeah, he but there's some P involved. I don't know about people. Where are we at on this agenda? Uh, trying to find out what what Andrade gonna do and how how long before Charlotte dip out on the ass, or how long before uh, Alistair Black pops back up on SmackDown. I almost think it might be a good idea for them if they're gonna bring him back. Wait till SummerSlam. Like whatever you have planned, whatever whatever grandiose idea, just leave him. Leave everybody in limbo. Don't make any announcements. I know the locker room is air quotes putting pressure on the fact that they won't want him back, but don't make any announcements. 
announcements and don't say anything about him being back until SummerSlam. Then let him let him come back for whatever whatever you guys plan for him to do. If it's if he's gonna you know if he's gonna help Seth Rollins or attack Seth Rollins. I know that was one of the plans as far as his uh, creative was going. Um, something to that. Just whatever it is, keep it tight lipped until SummerSlam to give that man some type of momentum to work with. Well, funny that you should say that because I don't think we see him at SummerSlam regardless of the why behind the what simply because August the 30th through September the 3rd, we found out we're going to have this year's WWE draft. Trash. So this is about a this is about a month early from when we've normally seen it since they brought the draft back, which <laughs> aka okay, the subpar shake up. <laughs> aka the, the go here you be alright <laughs> uh, the mediocre move around like, they gotta stop doing people like this like it's not cool it's not okay Oh, <laughs> it's, man. it's not okay to do that to people especially when you're in the middle of like the only person that could benefit from this in my opinion is Big E go back to Raw or, or have the, uh, the New Day come back to Smackdown but I really think that he needs to go back to Raw and leave the New Day on Raw Fix this shit, Rich. <laughs> you can keep him. You can keep him as a singles competitor, but put him back with Woods and and uh, and, and Kingston quick, please. All the all these air energy uh, injuries during uh, during you know gimmick matches. We don't need that. Speaking of uh, and uh, bad energy, what's up with Brian giving us baby mama energy? That man got to keep his value as high as possible. I, I don't who? blame him because it's bag season. You gotta, you gotta try to get your bag. You, there's no. I said this last week. There's no way that man is going from a one million plus dollar downside guarantee to a fourth of that unless that's his last resort. This is coming from a story for just for those who need context that Billy Corgan is interested in assigning him to the NWA. Who's going to okay. pay this man? Billy Corgan had his own pocket? Maybe. Or like, he take out a loan. He get a PPP loan and get it back. Is uh, is is Braun Strowman going to be the first wrestler ever to be paid a mechanical royalties from a music artist? I mean, you're going to have to figure out a way to, to pay him because <laughs> he's instantly the biggest star on your television, literally and figuratively. And like I say, if that man's making a million dollars, on a downside guarantee. This is before merch. This is before anything. Ain't no house shows, bitch. So <laughs> he making a milli downside guarantee. I'm look. You realize for Billy Corgan to pay him half a million dollars a year is like monumental and significant. I don't think anybody in NWA Power is making half a million dollars a year. Not even the world champion Nick Aldis. There's no way he's making half a million dollars. Yeah. If Nick Aldis is making half a million dollars a year, it's because he's hustling in several different spots and he's got some decent investments that have nothing to do with wrestling. Like Braun Strowman, to say Braun Strowman gets half a million dollars a year is saying he's getting half of what he just left. I know us, the three of us on this podcast, ain't none of us looking to take half of what we're getting now for anything. Mm-hmm. I'll sit it, and if I'm Braun, I'll sit on my property and ride my four wheeler and spend all of this money I have till I run out before I go take half. 
let alone a fourth. Because 250 grand is kind of where I see them being able to make it work unless you're just going to pay him like for one shot. If you plan on signing him to anything exclusive, it's going to take half a million. Let's talk about 200 and 250 if he just has financial troubles. Let's talk about he don't live like that. Let's talk about the NWA for a brief moment while we're talking about pay-per-views. It was announced that on um, September the 28th, between the 28th and the 31st, the NWA will be returning to St. Louis or the St. Louis area. I'm sure it's going to be a smaller venue. But on the 29th, the NWA 73rd anniversary pay-per-view will be taking place. But this week on NWA Power... On the 28th, or as it was announced, rather, that on the 28th, it'll be the first ever NWA all-women's pay-per-view entitled NWA Empower, in which the mm-hmm. executive producer has been announced as one Mickey James. That's a good look. This is also, okay. the irony in this statement is this is, the, this is also the same week that this was announced that WWE somebody let the cat out of the bag and said that there will never be another women's evolution pay-per-view it's, it's just one of those things they were told like behind the scenes and because they were still working there they kept quiet so now you gotta start looking at these these releases and seeing what that timetable looks like versus you know they again because you may not be signing these people to exclusive deals, but if you're doing an all-women's pay-per-view, it looks good for you to buy one-shots from a, a Heidi Lovelace, a.k.a. Ruby Riot, a Peyton Royce. Man. Um, all, of these, all of these women that have recently become unemployed, and then you have Mickey James as the executive producer, knowing Mickey James' phone is full of all of these people. From everywhere. <laughs> Co- corn dogs, Jackie. Corn dogs for all these people. <laughs> It's a whole. It's, a, it's that's a whole lot of like fire behind the scenes popping off right now, setting, setting up for uh, a great fall, if nothing else. Whole, whole lot of choppers on. <laughs> Bow. <laughs> I finally listened to that. By the way, <laughs> that's, that's and, and and you know Mickey has it in her. It's in. She has some something stuck in her craw from dealing with WWE, and then to be told we're not. We're never. Gonna another evolution pay-per-view so basically what you're saying is the women's revolution was kind of a cash grab and we done with that so now mickey's out to prove a point she's got enough groceries that she can acquire to work with billy corgan's bag is big enough like this is actually this has potential to be very good the whole trash bag uh incident with mickey james was so poetic and prophetic at the same time this may be the resurgence of a women's career that we haven't seen ever, considering that she is uh, in the neighborhood, maybe even north of 40. Uh, you, tra- you trash bag the end of her career in WWE. She finna body bag your division. And and before you re- you recreated the women's title, she was the the, the, uh, the women that had the most title reigns prior to a Charlotte Flair and, or, and or a Sasha Banks coming to the WWE main roster. That said, um, for SummerSlam, we we've talked about this. This is now the third year we've talked about this. Suave, are we going to get it this year? If you don't get it this year, you ain't gonna get it. We're only talking about one match. If you go back and listen to our SummerSlam shows and previews and talk about the match that we that they find out the match we're talking about, but if you know, you know what we're talking about. I totally Brock agree. And Bobby, this don't is- be cruel. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> don't be cruel. That's all I'm saying. Don't be cruel, WWE. We've been waiting on this long enough. Please do not give me a triple threat. I do not want to see Brock versus Bobby versus Drew. Find Drew somebody else to dance with. Nobody's faster with uh, with adding and removing talent to the WWE roster page than the WWE or to a, in a wrestling company for that matter. Brock is back. So I'm sick. You of, know that wasn't going to go unnoticed. I'm, you knew it. I'm sick of seeing Drew versus Bobby for whatever reason in a gimmick match. Like you've already had the blow off match. Like you've already had the match that's supposed to end the feud. And we here we go again. Nah, Brock ain't taking this laying down. He's coming back. Probably this next pay-per-view. More than likely at Hell in a Cell, we're going to see Brock Lesnar. Facts. Um, no SummerSlam? No, no. That's that's going to that's going to lead to SummerSlam. So no, the way the way we line this up, like when we first saw the story maybe? about uh, Brock being added back to the Raw, the Raw specifically the Raw roster was you're going to see uh, Brock show up and do kind of what he did when Roman and Strowman got had their Hell in a Cell match. You're going to have mm-hmm. Brock come down, do something, and either cause Drew to lose or cause it to end in a no contest, which will be the third straight year that Hell in a Wait, is it third straight or like two, uh, three out of four? I think it was two out Either. of three. I think it's two out of three. Okay, well, no. so this no, will wait, be wait, the wait, third wait. out of four. Wait, so the first one was Fiend and Seth Rollins. What's the other one? Fiend, Seth Rollins, and then Roman and Strowman. Those are two back-to-back years. That's, that that's was uh, back-to-back, yeah. I can't remember shit that happened in Hell in a Cell 20. That was uh, the I Oh, that's, that's Roman and uh, that's Roman and Jay. Yeah. And then what's the other match? Because there were two Hell in a Cell matches. I don't think either one of those ended with, in like a no contest that or was DQ. That was Orton Drew and Drew both. got the title back? Did he? No, he lost it finally. Was he, was he, did, he lost, did he lose it to Randy in, the, in Hell in a Cell? Yeah, he lost it to Randy. So, okay. So, this would make three out of four years where Hell in a Cell matches ended in some type of schmaz. So, it's either, you know, no no contest or Bobby retains via, via pin. So, that would roll into Brock versus Bobby for SummerSlam. Drew's going to have to find a dance partner for SummerSlam just to hold on just long enough. Or, you know, you can give me Brock versus Bobby too at, at uh, Money in the Bank. Suave, this is the first time since Roman came back from his cancer diagnosis that Let's we have. Brock versus Drew. Go ahead. This is the first time since uh, Roman came back from his cancer diagnosis that we're going to have true fan engagement for for or against Roman. That's not including Man. walking out of an arena. I can't wait for it. Please, please do not fuck this up. Like you, you know, look, you know, people don't listen well, but luckily he's <laughs> he's not a, a face. He's not having to high five people, which he probably wouldn't anyway. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see Roman wear a mask to the ring just because like a tribal mask or just a mask mask. I mean, they would dress it up, but I don't I, I'm not against Roman wearing a face covering if that's a measure he feels like he needs to take. If it wasn't for a full and it's not beard, the first would, time he's done it. He used to do it with the shield. If it wasn't a full beard, I would say Roman would probably come out with face paint on for this match. Mm, that seems like something you do, like when he gets ready to turn face. Oh, he might do face paint for the Rock. Well, war paint, a la Umaga. Now I'm saying he might do war paint for the Rock. 
but that seems like some extra special stuff. Like, I expect maybe tribal garb for The Rock. Like, you get the whole uh, Samoan sash, and you might actually see him go to tights for that. And and uh, we got before we get into our little our fun bit of the show, as if this whole show hasn't been fun already. Uh, right, making its rounds is one John Cena. I'm cool with it. So word on the street is a is a I don't know how we get here, but John. Well, really, we only way to get here is the fact that you've already ran through everybody because he's wrecked everybody and left. Roman Reigns has so the only person that you really haven't ran through is John Cena. But my thing is this: if you if it's going to be a main event, you have to run through John Cena at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He he needs another notch under his belt. You you got to start bringing um, high level part timers in to feed to Roman because you have such a long window between now and WrestleMania 39 in Hollywood where, you know, that's pretty much where everyone's expecting to get Rock versus Roman. Right. So you have a lot of space to fill. I see no reason for him to lose between now and then, even though that is a hella long stretch, even if it's Brock Lesnar, even if it's Bobby Lashley, I don't see a reason for him to take a clean L until WrestleMania 39, and that's a coin flip. Mm. Unless you know you're going to get a three-match series out of The Rock, he shouldn't even lose then. Because you haven't put the effort into building anyone. We thought it was going to be Big E. They seem to have, have abandoned ship on his singles push and kind of left him languishing in the Intercontinental title picture. How, you, who, who right now would you even put in a position to say that they were going to beat Roman? The only person you could do is Big E, but he he's been like you said he next to Braun Strowman, Big E might be the best worst upper mid card talent that we've ever seen. Which now at this point you need an, you need another six months to a year, so you wouldn't even think about Big E until WrestleMania thirty eight here in Texas, <laughs> because Big Texas. Texas. When you're looking at the roster as comprised right now, and it doesn't look like we finna be in the business of signing new people. Um, like I don't see who you have because Keith Lee's situation we don't know it so we don't know when he's coming back if, if I'm he's looking, coming back I'm looking at the setup if if Karrion Cross loses on Sunday chances are he's on his way up if he's on his way up you might be able to do that for you know a Wrestlemania real if quick built though properly, but that's a big ass if real quick though so do we pause did we plug this hole in aew because like it seems like every time someone gets released we expect them to show up on aew tv anytime they get released from uh, from wwe like there's still viable options as it relates to like new japan ring of honor impact i mean and ring of honor and, and even now mlw since they have a national television audience now uh coming come july 10th you know like AEW is just the default for us because they have the biggest bag to offer. Uh, they have the biggest yeah. stateside bag to offer that that's actively being used, and they have the most North American television time by anybody not named WWE. This is a fact. And on that note, we have one more bit of business to conduct right here today. Ricky Blaine, you ready for a ride? Let's go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready this morning. You know I'm ready this morning. Hey. hey. 
You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You say that bitch shit in. I know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. You know who ain't gon' win. We say that bitch shit in. One, two, two, three. Get your tail. Tell that one. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. One, one, two, two, three. Get your tail. Tell that one. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. This is only the second time we've had a guest on for You Know Who Ain't Gonna Win. The first was my my wonderful fruit of my loins, if you will, <laughs> JBL, who hopefully I get to see this Saturday. Fantastic. Man, I haven't seen him in almost a year, so it'll be, it'll be good to lay eyes on my, on my, on my seed. Uh, Ricky Blaine's in the house. Yup. We gonna play this game, but yep. You Know Who Ain't Gonna Win for the, uh, for the NXT in your house uh, or takeover in your house pay-per-view coming up on Peacock this coming Sunday which I'm kind of upset about that because I have one of my yearly road trips coming up this Saturday and I look forward to like watching while I drive don't practice that shit y'all uh, you've got <laughs> to do better <laughs> hey hey you talking you need, to me you need, a, you need a Tesla you act like <laughs> this <laughs> this is a fact <laughs> yeah, yeah. You act. I, I see. I seen they crossover uh, not that long ago. I was like, "Oh, that's how we rocking." You act. You act hey. like you haven't done the same thing coming back from New Orleans. I wasn't driving either. Oh well. There. Oh, okay. Well, that's right. Judge me then. All right. Safety first. <laughs> Let's run down this card real quick. If you haven't been watching NXT, you've missed some pretty decent television with a with a uh, a Brandalorian that we should be handing out to one Adam Cole, baby. Man, he he he. Adam Cole hit a Brandalorian on uh, on uh, carrying cross so tough that this week he doubled down and said, "I beat your ass on the mic." <laughs> I mean, he did. And then to make matters worse, like everybody who came out took their own shot. Every it was like a shoot around at, at fucking at a at American Airlines Center. Like everybody was putting up shots. I mean there was three pointers, there were free throws, there were there were uh, 15 foot J's, there were a couple layups and one dunk and all of them hit net. Every one of them was <laughs> you got a layup line, a mid-range jumper shot and a three-point contest all going on at the same. There time. was a weave going on at one point last night or <laughs> on Tuesday night rather. <laughs> oh, I don't man. know I don't know who carrying pissed off. Or who thought this was a good idea? But he been under siege for the last two weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if he has his own room, not even a locker room, just his own room to go to. Like they, I'm like, bro, who who decided to take the the crescent wrench and, and undo his screws? That's <laughs> all you heard. Uh, for the North American title and now also the NXT Tag Team Titles, Bronson Reed and MSK versus. Legato del Fantasma, winner takes all. Suave, who ain't gonna? You know, Ricky Blaine, you you were the guest here. Who ain't gonna win? I, uh, I don't I don't make Legato them Legato them not gonna win this one. I think Bronson Reed them too, too too high right now, but I don't I won't be surprised if they don't win though. If I, I won't be surprised if they do get up that win though. But I don't I'm I can't I gotta give an answer though. So give me a uh, yeah, Legato them not gonna win. They not winning. Suave who ain't gonna win. Uh, uh, this is rough. I, I'm not sure what the plans are for, uh, you know, the Phantasma gang. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, Santos and the, and the gang not winning. You know, this is one of the few times where I'm gonna go against the grain. 
Although Bronson Reed just got the North American title, MSK and Legato, in, in terms of, of uh, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza specifically, have been having some barn burning matches and they've been a hair from winning. And knowing this booking, I'm not I'm expecting the champions not to retain. Simply because this is an easy way to get Santos Escobar a singles championship without punishing anybody on the championship squad. Mm-hmm. Then are you going to turn Bronson Reed heel because he's upset he didn't get pinned to lose his title? No, no, not at all. Bronson Reed's just going to... Honestly, I think it's probably going to be a hot shot. I probably I probably would expect he, him to get that back during a rematch yeah, on uh, on, ta- on uh, NXT TV more than anything else. Okay. I, I can probably live with that. I, it's a little... It's slightly unnecessary, but at this point... I mean, but how many times have it? we seen... Of some, of some boosts. How many times have we seen a winner-take-all match go for the winner? I mean, go for the losers. The people who walk in without the belts. Never. I don't think we've ever seen that. How often do you see winner-take-all matches? Not often, but again, it's a zero percentage. I like Considering who's backstage, I I really like the, the idea of the champions losing this one and Bronson Reed getting some revenge in the future. While you keep the belts on um, Wild and Mendoza, even though I will be the first one to tell you, I've never been a Joaquin Wild fan, even, even as a Zima Ion or DJ Z or whatever he's going to call himself. Not a, that man. That man has worked really hard to get away from that. So you need to you need to hit the bell for him just for having a lot of stick to itiveness. Uh, I'm gonna hit this because this is part part of his old wheelhouse. That's disrespectful. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> it is. It is. Your champion, the NXT Women's Champion, Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai versus Ember Moon with Shotzi Blackheart. Well, maybe with Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, who ain't gonna win? Ember um, ain't winning. I hate to say it, man. I'm with you on that one. Ember is not winning this match. We I got Swab. shit right now. Huh? Yeah. Swab. Okay, now I can hear you. There we go. Who technology's a bitch? I swear. Every time, um, we got Amber I, not winning. You say what? We got Amber not winning. You got Amber not winning. Uh, that sounds about right. Raquel Gonzalez is not getting beat anytime soon. Yeah, I would agree. Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee in a singles match. I really Mercedes hope that opens up the show. Mercedes ain't winning. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Mercedes not winning. I've heard some things about thing, some things that might be planned for her. So if that's the case, she might be wrapping up in NXT. Oh, that that I didn't hear. But I'm gonna go with Mercedes Martinez not winning as well, simply because uh, Io Shirai is back. So the 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 creative that I've heard is that when you know Hot Girl Summer kicks off and Evolution comes back, that um, Eve's gonna have a heater. Because apparently she's not going to be the mouthpiece for anybody. She's actually coming back to do some some wrestling. So um, I, two names I've heard kicked around. One was uh, Mercedes and the other one was Piper from NXT UK. Hmm. But one of those two being her heater. Piper going to kill uh, Eva. <laughs> no, no, no. Not to wrestle against. Oh, to okay. be the heater for. Got you. I got you. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. And then uh, Mercedes can kind of give off a China vibe sometimes. Like if you if you 
book it the right way and and dress her up the right you, way. You put enough black le- you put enough black leather on her. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'll give you that one there. Uh, for the vacant million dollar championship, yes, we're bringing back the three hundred and fifty thousand dollar strap that has diamonds and gold all around that bad boy, courtesy of one Teddy DeBuse, Ted DiBiase, Cameron Teddy Grimes Buse. versus L. A. Knight. Yeah. Ricky Blaine, who ain't going to win? Cameron Grimes ain't going to win. Really? I can't see him. He's not winning. I can't see him being a million-dollar guy for his bill. I, I can see L.A. Knight, LA Knight actually being that guy with their bill. But, yeah. You know what the problem is with oh, L.A. Knight to me? With it. The, the problem with L.A. Knight to me is he talks too damn much. He fits the mode of a million-dollar champion, but he talks too damn much. I got I got L.A. Knight not winning. Who you got, Suave? Who's giving him the microphone when he's walking to the ring every week? This is by design. <laughs> like he, if he talks too much, it's because they're giving him too much time to talk. He like, ain't said one scripted word since he's been in WWE at all. That might bode well for him in NXT, but all of his words will be scripted on Mondays and Fridays. Mm. So you should get used to that. So, uh, I, I don't know. I want to see Cameron Grimes win, so I'm gonna go. La Knight not gonna win. There we go. <laughs> something about something about Cameron Grimes in this in this whole I got rich during the pandemic gimmick is is is, is, is doing. Like he got me. a real bag. He is really a millionaire <laughs> off this. Like go crown that man. <laughs> <laughs> See, my only thing is with him. Like I feel like with that bill, like I guess the history, most guys turn heel after that. You know what I mean? So I just think I'm like I feel like L.A. Knight is more of a heel and he'll turn that than Cameron would right now. He will continue this his little gimmick he's doing right now and keep on being a rich guy. Well, but, no, hey, I, I totally thing. agree. What the way I look at it, like WWE logic says, LA Knight wins it at In Your House, and then Cameron Grimes starts a few of uh, uh, exclusive feud with him, and then wins the million dollar championship either on an episode of NXT TV or the next takeover, or worse, yeah. or worse, yeah. corroborates with the million dollar man to buy the championship off of LA Knight. <laughs> that, that that would be a that's a twist. Now, yeah, now yeah, on yeah, the cool like, now, if you redid that or did something with the twin referee, if you could find twins that could ref, hey, like, I'd be up for that. I'd be, I would be up for that. If only the Usos weren't busy, <laughs> And then finally for the NXT Championship, you have a fatal five way with uh, man, this is gonna be so good. Pete Dunn versus Johnny Gargano versus Kyle O'Reilly. Versus Adam Cole versus your champion Karrion Cross, fellas. Who ain't gonna win? I'm gonna get bold. Karrion Cross not gonna win. Oh, even get bold. No, well, I, bold. I, I already know Karrion. I'm already on the guys that Karrion Cross ain't gonna win. So you really? want me to pick the champion? Anybody not named blank? Uh, anybody not named Johnny Gargano? You think Johnny Takeover gets the belt back? No, I'm saying uh, I thought you wanted me to pick the champion. Like, yeah, that's the champion. The champion, be, the champion will be anybody but Johnny Gargano. Oh no, no, no. Who ain't gonna? No, who ain't? This is you. You know who ain't gonna win. Now you know who gonna who gonna be the, who gonna get the championship. You know who ain't gonna win. Yeah, I said Karrion Cross is not going to win. I'm gonna uh, say I'm gonna say anybody not named Adam Cole ain't gonna win. There you go. Okay, now yeah, anybody not named Adam Cole. Um. Uh, Adam, I got Adam, Adam Cole, Cole winning. Anybody not named Adam Cole? Yeah, 
<laughs> that shit just sounds weird when it comes out. Do we all? Do we also? We're all agreeing that we get a new champion and Adam Cole coming back. Because I'm, I'm, I'm building towards whatever takeover goes with SummerSlam because that's what you're probably going to get. And you can have uh, Kyle O'Reilly's crowning achievement because Adam Cole is going to be who puts over at Kyle O'Reilly. But do you take the belt off of Cross to do that? Because you have other plans for Cross. Uh-huh. Cross is, first of all, Cross is too big to be on NXT's current roster. Man. Now, if you if you want to uh, re-infuse some talent, you want to put Damian Priest back in NXT, send Keith Lee mm-hmm. back to NXT, um, yeah, and then add some more firepower, yeah. But right now, the entire NXT roster is undersized with the exception of about four or five people. Bronson Reed, and then I can't think of the rest. So, <laughs> Killian Dane. I've never, I've never thought about that. I've never looked at it like that. That's crazy. That's true, though. Like, damn, I never looked at it like that. Yeah, you got Killian Dane and Bronson Reed and Karrion Cross, and then you got a bunch of people that look like they came straight off of Evolve. And that's not a knock against them because they can handle their they can handle their own. But in the traditional WWE size uh, universe, galaxy, whatever you want to call it, like there's three, and then there's everybody else. Yeah, you got the members of Imperium who are average size, which Pete I can't. Dunn I don't is average size. I, 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 but he's I, short. Well, and what's crazy is. Even though Pete Dunne is not as is not that short, but he's only like two hundred and five pounds. That's right. the crazy so the part. Next, the, the next biggest person on the roster after Karen Cross and Bronson Reed right now might be Raquel Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> like well, dead ass. Well, like, no, I, so, well, I said Killian Dane, but you know he's he's not in the main event picture either. Right, I forgot about Killian. So okay, that's oh, three. Boy, I boy, said five. Rolled, I'm rolled. I'm short too. Right. Oh, but hero. Um, Tonight. Okay, AJ. AJ ain't wrestling, wrestling so, okay, yet, so AJ. I haven't counted him. Because we already, I already said AJ's gonna be a star. They got to get away from that damn '90s rap gimmick shit, though. They have to get away from that. Yeah, bro, they got to. I even, I even they need some coaches on that shit. Yeah, they, they, they clothes is corny. Like just like nah. But I mean, but yeah. but but Swerve Scott. Like, if you woke up next week and saw his name back to Shane Strickland, I wouldn't be mad. Cause that's that's the vibe he's giving off right now. He's he's more Shane Strickland now than he's ever been in NXT. I need everybody to put on all black with the turtlenecks, like the Death Row vibe cover, <laughs> and that's the only thing. That's the only thing you wear if you're not dressed to wrestle. And somebody yeah, and somebody needs a Rottweiler with a uh, with a spike collar on that hole too. That's all uh, I'm saying. Right. Like, uh, you need some coaches. Is what you need. <laughs> and for a nominal <laughs> fee, soon to be a phenomenal fee, we will take some of this broken pencil knowledge, slice it off, and put it on your plate. Hit the cash out because you waited too long. No, no, you rushed it. <laughs> you, I didn't rush it. Yeah, I did. went through it the way it's supposed. To you, go. you know, like you know, you know, you know, you know, put some some reverence on that. You, you, you was reading the script trying to trying to break out for a TV timeout. Nah, bro, we don't do that. <laughs> It's, it's, it's time for a late lunch anyway. Go on ahead, sock it to my pocket. <laughs> I still owe you from the last time, though, on the real, but that one I got. I'm, sa- I'm saying. <laughs> don't I don't allow you to be delinquent don't, don't for far too long. Don't be trying to slap my pockets, fam. Pause. <laughs> I, I need vittles. <laughs> oh, hungry ass. Sock, sock it to my pocket. Sock it to my pocket because of something like a film. You know what, you know what now? Now, I'm, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how how, how honorable a man I am. Cause uh, nah, you, you finna do some bullshit. No, no. He gonna, he gonna he gonna send me twenty two cent with an IOU. 
right. You got, I, I went to school with people like you. I know your stuff. Live in real time, won't you tell people what just hit your phone right about now? All right. Uh, nothing as of yet. Uh, still waiting. Look, you don't rob me and these listeners. <laughs> you better talk to them folks to cash. Uh, nah, this that bullshit. <laughs> you late on one baby. This is 10 for fuck out of here. <laughs> this, this is trash. This is, this is absolute trash. I demand restitution, Goose. <laughs> Send me my money back there, pimp. <laughs> no, no, no. You owe for this one and you owe for the last one. So I don't owe. No, nah, nah, fuck that. I don't owe for this one. You want me to apply this to your delinquent balance or your current balance? I do not owe for this one. I do not owe for this. You weren't even halfway through the, through the spill and you rushed it. Nah, Go, you doing do that you, petty messiah shit when you start Google. shaving numbers off your Speaking appearance. of, speaking of, that's there's a reason why he's not on this show and Ricky Blaine is. So, <laughs> according to him, he on, he on his Busta Rhyme shit where he only has two appearances left. He tried the job and, and think that last week was part of uh, part of a, a part of a, another appearance act when it was part of a previous appearance that was a two part episode. He ain't know. Yeah, if we recorded it all in one sitting, it, you don't get two two uh, two credits for that. You know what I'm saying? The people heard one episode. Guess what? That's one appearance, cousin. <laughs> we edit you over still, here. You still in the hole, though, Paul. <laughs> you, you still in the hole for for at this time. Nah, brother, love. I'm not having yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not having that. No, no, I'm not going. You protest. You protested the last one. I just paid you for the last one. I'm not paying you for this one. Man, that's that bullshit. I protested the last we, one and still manned up. Now we have all type of contract disputes around here. <laughs> I still, I manned up for the last one and just paid you for it. This one right here, nah, this is on the house, fam. Nah, nah, y'all, you hitting me with that Steve Austin creative. You want me to lose the Brock on free it's TV? It's a stunner. Okay, I'm going home. <laughs> Take your ball and go home, then, Swab. That's it. I'm, I'm finna go home. I'm finna get the f out. Ricky Blaine, the pleasure's been all yours. Man, likewise, man, likewise, man. Appreciate y'all, boys. No, 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 no. The pleasure has been has been ours for sure, but no, the pleasure has been all yours for this episode. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate it. Tell them shit with my money, though. Hey, man, tell tell the people where they can find you, Ricky. Where they can find me? Yeah, y'all can find me on Instagram at Ricky Blaine's Way. On Twitter at X Rick Blaine X. Um, uh, Facebook at Ricky Blaine, man. Y'all get it, your boy, man. Um. Like I say, June 18th, you know, so many two, I'm talking, walking out with Dante Smiley, it's going down. Welcome to the BZ game, you dig? There it is. And uh, Suave, take your funky-ass $10, go get you some, go get you some vittles, <laughs> and, and, and take these people to the house. Pencil pushers, heads up, pencils down. Damn it. <laughs> you bitch.